Believers, it's Dr. Shantae, and welcome to another episode of Believing Bigger, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the confidence, and most of all, the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. So I hope that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did. I hope that these past three episodes have gotten you over the Trump hump because I can't talk about it anymore. It is what it is. God is still on the throne and we're going to keep it moving. So we are going to chart our course. We are changing directions and we are going to start talking about today's episode, which is titled Planning to Succeed. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, 2016 ends in about 30 days. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of happy to see it go. 2016 has been a rough one. But at the same time, I feel really blessed. So this time last year, those last few episodes, if you go back a year and listen to my episodes from last year, I I was broke down, y'all crying and whatnot over things that I had lost. But baby, God has blessed. I am in a new place. I have a new mindset and God is faithful. The Bible says that his mercies are new every morning and I am a witness. So today's guiding thought is actually going to come from one of my favorite parables. So believe it or not, y'all, we coming out of the New Testament today and I'm going to be reading out of the NIV version because I love the way that they frame this. And so I'm going to be reading you the parable of the 10 virgins, which comes from Matthew, the 25th chapter, the first through the 13th verse and five lessons that I want you guys to take into 2017. So as we are winding down the year and we're thinking about how we're going to proceed forward and how we're going to move our platforms forward and how we're going to focus our energies on the things that we have been called to do, there are five lessons that I want you guys to take away from this parable, starting with Matthew 25th chapter in the first verse. To give you some context, in the 24th chapter of Matthew, Jesus is talking about the end of days. And so if you go and read the entire 24th chapter of Matthew, it pretty much reads like today's newspaper. And so he starts the 25th chapter by saying this. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. First of all, I got excited reading that parable. Um, Of course, this isn't the first time I've heard it. It's probably not the first time that many of you have heard it. But the bridegroom is so gangster at the end. You know, they come knocking on the door and he's like, nah, I don't even know you. it's just something like straight out of like a a 70s black exploitation film like the mac just like nah i don't even know you that's how gangster it was yet and still 
What are the lessons that we can learn in 2017 about planning for success? So let's kind of go back a little bit and break this down. So one of the first lessons that I want you guys to take away about planning to succeed in 2017 is number one, You don't fuel a dream with passion. You fuel a dream with planning. Let me repeat that. You don't fuel a dream with passion. You fuel a dream with planning. So if we go back to verse number three and it says the foolish ones took their lamps but they did not take any oil with them. And this parable has been used to explain many things, but I'm going to use it to kind of explain and symbolize our dreams, our passions, our lamps. Those are the dreams, you know, for which we carry our dreams forward. And what fuels the dream, a lot of people will tell you is passion, fire, and, you know, energy. And I'm not going to say that those things are not beneficial. At the same time, as I've said many times before, passion is not profits. Passion is not clients. Passion is not a business plan. Passion is not infrastructure. Passion is not staffing. Passion is not policies and procedures and customer service. Those are the things that fuel the dream. Those are the things that actually make the engine run and the engine hum. Because if you are building a business, the hallmark, the telltale sign that you have built a sustainable business is when that business can run without you. And so if you take your passion out of the mix, but you still have infrastructure and a team that is committed to the vision and you have payroll and you have capital to invest in your development and in your staff and in things that need to grow the business, then you absolutely have a successful business. It means that it can run without you being there from day to day even though you might have to be there initially. But if you can build a business that can run without you, uh, then that's a great thing. And while it might take passion to get it started, that's not what's going to sustain it. So passion might ignite, but passion will not sustain. And so you have to ask yourself with regard to your business or your brand or whatever your platform is, as you're building for 2017, what is the oil that is going to fuel this plan? So as you look at what you have right now, and the things that are burning you out, because if you are a solopreneur, I know you are burned out. How do I know this? Because I've been there and I've done that. So if you are the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, you post all the blogs, and you're making all the sales calls and you are running from pillar to post to do the sales and the marketing and the outreach, you are tired. And while all of those things are necessary, those things are not going to be sustainable because there's only so much you can do, especially if you have a day job, especially if you have a family. And so one of the things that you have to take away from this, the first lesson is this, you do not fuel a dream with passion, you fuel a dream with planning. And so as you are planning, take an assessment of the things that you don't have, take an assessment of the things that are missing. And sometimes those things are not just business and platform related. Sometimes those things are personal things. And so I often give the example about how when I took an assessment of what I needed in order to devote time to the business. I looked at the housework and I said, okay, the house needs to be clean, but I don't have to be the person that cleans the house. And so I delegated that task so that I could free up time to be in the business and be with my family. So take an assessment of where you are, 
your your dream is the lamp in this scenario, but you don't fuel your dream with passion because you know how it is. This is the time of year where people start reflecting and they start vision boarding and they start doing all of these, you know, making a list and checking it twice. And oh, in 2017 is going to be my year. That's great. But how are you going to get there? And the verse says that the foolish ones took their lamps, took their dreams, but did not take any oil with them, did not take any infrastructure with them, did not take anything that was going to make this a sustainable endeavor. So that's lesson number one. Number two, your dream is not going to manifest overnight. Don't get tired and waiting for it to manifest. So verse five of this parable says, The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. If you're planning to succeed in 2017, you can't tap out when things get hard. You can't tap out because it's taking too long. Because if you think about the kind of success that you want to achieve, that type of success is not created overnight. Nobody that you know that is killing the game right now was created overnight. Oprah did not become Oprah after 18 months. Beyonce did not become Beyonce after 18 months. In fact, if you think about it, I think Beyonce is like 35 years old. Beyonce has been doing these talent shows and and dancing and singing for over 20 years. Beyonce has put more than two decades into the game. And that's why she's Beyonce. So this dream is not going to manifest overnight. And oftentimes when we're waiting for things to turn around, especially, you know, when it seems like things are happening for other people, we can get so weary and we can get discouraged and we can start to to second guess and we can start to doubt. However, I will tell you that your midnight is coming because in verse six, it says at midnight, the cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Midnight in the Bible is represents a turning of the day. It represents a shift in the atmosphere. It represents, it doesn't necessarily mean like the time. Okay. Like, so what we see as 12 o'clock midnight also represents change while you're waiting for change. You know, as the old folks used to say, I'm going to hold on till my change comes. That's what you have to do. So what, if you're planning to succeed in 2017, just know that the, the bridegroom, your dream might not manifest until 2019, but it doesn't mean that you stop. It doesn't mean that you stop working. Yes, there will be some hills and and there will be some valleys and there will be some challenges. At the same time, if this is something that God has called you to do, then just make peace within yourself. Make peace within your heart that it's not going to manifest overnight. The Bible says be anxious for nothing, but in everything. I love when the Bible uses extremes. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. That's the part that we often leave out. When you pray for something, thank God in advance. Don't get impatient. Don't get discouraged. Just know that the bridegroom is coming, that your dream is coming, but it may not come exactly when you want it to come, but it will come when it's when it's time. Okay. The Bible says don't get weary in doing well because in due season you will reap if you do not give up. And due season is not for us to determine because show of hands, I know I'm not the only person who once upon a time thought they were ready for something and then got into it and was like, ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. marriage anyone oh stop stop it 
cut it out okay that's another episode sometimes we think we're ready for things and then we jump into it and be like okay this was this I bit off more than I can chew but at the time no one could tell you that you weren't ready at the time it seemed like all those things were exactly as you thought they should be and how you romanticized them in in your head so don't get discouraged and waiting for your dream to manifest just know that these things do take time and it's always worth the wait God's timing is always always worth the wait So the third lesson that I want you to take away from this parable is expectation is not preparation. Let me repeat that. Expectation is not preparation. So verse seven says this, then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. And so to give you some context, what does it mean to like trim your lamp? To trim your lamp means to cut off like the burnt part of the wick. So if you think about like a candle, anytime you light a candle, there's always a part that's burned. And so they would cut off that part and then they would trim it down so that the wick, the fresh wick was exposed and then they would add fuel to it. And so if you recall, only five of the virgins had oil for their lamps and the other five did not. Yet verse seven says, all of them hopped up to trim their lamp. And so expectation is not the same as preparation. Even though all of them hopped up expecting to go into the wedding party and all of them hopped up expecting to meet the bridegroom, all of them were not prepared to do so. And so it is with our dreams and with our plans and with our goals for 2017. A lot of us are looking at 2017 with expectation, but I wonder how many of us are looking at 2017 with prep. Preparation. So if you have been listening to my podcast for the past year, 18 months from the beginning, and if you have, God bless you, I love you. But if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, and you're going into 2017, and you still don't have infrastructure, and you still don't have team support, and you still don't have policies in place, and you still don't have capital or any means to fuel or sustain your dream or to invest in the things that your business needs, then you will be right back here at the end of 2017 with expectation, but no preparation. And so preparation doesn't just mean writing out the vision and putting some things on the vision board. Preparation means actually putting some things in place. So for example, something that I did very recently is I started doing meal prep. And so meal prep is in anticipation of me going throughout my day, needing to eat lunch or needing to eat at some point and not having the time, the energy or the wherewithal to either go out and get something or deciding that I'm going to exercise some discipline and not try to scavenge around the vending machine or for some fast food. And so meal prep means that I have cooked the food in mass quantities in advance and I have prepped containers, each one having a protein and a vegetable and a complex carbohydrate. And I've packaged that all up in anticipation of me being hungry the next day or the next several days. And so preparation doesn't just mean I made a list of things that I would like to eat that week. No, preparation means I actually did the work. (laughs) I actually cooked the food. I actually packaged it up. And now I'm just waiting, Lord willing, for tomorrow to arrive so that I can go and execute and eat it and be prepared when that time comes so that I'm not scavenging and I'm not running around like the foolish virgins were. Likewise, 
as you're going into 2017, expectation is not preparation. Expectation is a list. Expectation is a vision board. Expectation is dreams and hopes and things that you hope to accomplish, which is cool. That's a good start. But preparation means that you have already put some key things in place in order for that thing to manifest, in order for that thing to be successful. So this is one of those distinctions that people often use the term goals and objectives interchangeably, and they're not interchangeable terms. Goals is the destination. That's where you're going. Objectives are the concrete steps that it's going to take to get there. And so expectation is the goal. This is where I hope to be in 2017. Objectives, preparation, the concrete steps that I'm going to take to get there. And so verse seven, then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. All of them woke up, but all of them were not prepared. All of them had expectation, but all of them did not have preparation. Which brings us to the fourth lesson that I want you guys to take away from this parable about planning to succeed. You cannot ride on someone else's coattail. You have to pay your own dues. So verse eight and nine says, the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. And they replied, no, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. So there's a a couple of lessons here. Not only can you not ride on someone else's coattail, but you cannot ride in on somebody else's investment. Cue the organ or the crickets, depending on how that just resonated in your spirit. You cannot manifest your dream on somebody else's hookup. You cannot manifest your dream, your goals. On, this is not a buy one, get one free. OK, so for you to be a CEO, for you to be a platform speaker, for you to be an accomplished author, that means you actually have to write the book. <laughs> that means you have to go through the pain of the editing process. That means that you have to go back and rewrite some things. You can't just take credit for somebody else's work here. They're saying, hey, we all hopped up with expectation. But see, we didn't all have preparation. So since you prepared, can you give us some of what you prepared? No, Mm -mm. that's not how this works. And so the five wise virgins, they had done what invested because in verse nine, it says, why don't you go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves? In other words, The reason why we have oil is because we made an investment, because we put some skin in the game, because we made a decision early on that it was worthwhile. And likewise, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs try to kind of nickel and dime and penny and pinch their way to success. It takes money to make money. I'm sorry, that's just a harsh reality. It takes money to make money. The CEO of Under Armour, do you know this man started by selling T-shirts literally like out the trunk of his car? That's how he started. (laughs) That's how he started Under Armour because he was trying to save up money to get the machine, the wicking machine, so that he could make the technology that has made his brand and his business so unique and so patented. He had to go through that. He didn't get some inheritance. He didn't get some trust fund. No, he made the investment. Okay, he paid his own dues. And so please know going into 2017, if you plan to succeed, you need to be prepared to walk that journey on your own. You need to be prepared to get there because as a business owner, as a brand builder, you personally need to know 
every level of your own business before you delegate that task to someone else. You need to understand that. That's how people get taken advantage of. Tony Robbins will tell you that he had someone doing his accounting, doing his books, and he stole tens of thousands of dollars from him because Tony didn't want to be bothered with all of that. He was like, hey, I just want to go out here and inspire people and motivate them, pump them up. And so he had to learn you have to understand every level of your business before you can allocate it and delegate it to somebody else. And so you can't ride in on somebody else's coattail. You can't ride in on somebody else's investment. You have to invest in your own oil to fuel your own lamp. Why? Because it's your dream. And so you can't expect somebody else to invest. You can't expect to attract donors. You can't expect to bring people knocking to your door and clients to your door when you haven't been willing or ready to patronize other people and make the same investment for your own dream. So in those two verses, a lot has been said. One, don't expect to ride in on somebody else's coattail. And number two, make sure that you are willing to make the investment in yourself. And the last lesson, last but certainly not least, prepare for your blessing before it arrives. Prepare for your blessing before it arrives because honestly, you don't know when your breakthrough is coming. And I have cautioned you guys about this so many times in so many episodes to stop living in the when and thens. Well, when I get the money, then I'll act like this. When I get the the title, then I'll dress like that. When I, so in other words, until that thing manifests, I'm not going to do what's necessary and I'm not going to represent like I already have it. See, Napoleon Hill says that possession begins in the mind. You have to already believe that you are in possession of it. You have to already be walking in it before it will manifest. And so here in our parable, it says, verse 10 through 13, but while they were on their way to buy oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him and the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Let me tell you something, believers, you don't know the day or the hour that your breakthrough was coming. Your breakthrough doesn't have a deadline. It has a due date. And I'm telling you, can you imagine, can you imagine if everything that you've been hoping for, wishing for, praying for, expecting was to mat was scheduled to manifest in a week, was scheduled to manifest in a month. And then when they say, okay, are you ready? Have you made preparation? Do you have the infrastructure and you're like ah see what had happened was bam just like that you didn't miss your beat they own to the next one they're on to the next one and so please you have to prepare for your blessing before it manifests you have to walk in it before it already gets here and that is a measure of faith faith is an action word faith without works is dead and so you have to put your faith in action you have to activate it to manifest it to act like a leader to act like a CEO Uh, even if you are a CEO of one or you and a contracted virtual assistant whatever your situation is you walk in leadership as though you were leading a company of 500 if that's what your goal and your platform and your dream and your calling is to do you don't wait until it happens and then try to get scramble and get some on the job training there's a lot I could say about Donald Trump right there but I said I was gonna walk away so I'm gonna walk away my point is okay 
okay. You don't learn on the job and be like, okay, okay, let me try to figure this out. No, because you don't know the day nor the hour that your breakthrough is coming. You don't know the day nor the hour that your your dream, everything that you've been hoping for, praying for, that you've been called to is going to manifest. And so start walking in it, prepare for it before it actually gets here. We often say praise God in advance. Yeah, don't don't wait. And say, well, well, I'll give the Lord praise when I get my no, give the, give the Lord praise right now because you're believing that it's already done. And I know that sometimes that's easier said than done because. Because again, we walk by faith, not by sight. And sometimes we just looking at the things around us. And it's so hard to grasp a hold of that because we don't see it. But trust and believe that it absolutely is there. So that's going to do it for us for this episode, Planning to Succeed. Please learn a lesson from these five foolish, sad virgins that missed out on their opportunity to get the blessing to enter the wedding party. Don't go into 2017 with expectation and not having done the necessary preparation. Prep work is a lot of work. As a teacher, as a professor, I can tell you that the hardest part of my job is the prep. The teaching, that's cake. This podcast, hopping on the microphone and doing the podcast, that is cake. But preparing for it, the content, doing the research and the scriptures and the backstory, preparing for it, that's the hard part. But that's still work that has to be done in order for me to deliver a quality episode. And so, I hope that this was an encouragement to you. I hope it gets your mind right into the mindset that's going to be necessary in these next 30 days. If you have any questions, comments, shout outs, takeaways, share it with somebody. You know, you can always hit me up at Dr. Shante Says, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>